Hola a todos, welcome to Pláticas con Selene. Today I'm very excited because it is my first podcast interview and I'm super excited to announce that my first guest is my daughter, Ariana, who's 11 years old. I think that she's brilliant and it's the perfect way to kick off a series like this. So, Ariana, hello. How are you today? I'm doing good. I love that. Are you excited? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> uh, we're going to dive right into it. We have a lot to talk about, and I'm sure you're going to make other appearances on here as well. I really value your opinion, and we talk about that a lot because as I heal, you know, I talk about a lot in my on my social media and just in leadership experiences how much uh, healing a lot of us have to do with inner child wounds. And for me, as a young mom, I kind of we kind of grew up together. And so you are the pure essence of what it's like to be a human being. I have learned so much from you and I continue to learn so much from you. So let's get this started, okay? It's a big topic. You know, we've been in quarantine for over a year now. COVID-19 has affected our lives in so many different ways. And I think as parents, we're going through a lot. And so we tend to get kind of stuck in our heads too. But we don't really take the time to slow down and ask you guys how you're doing, children, how children are doing. And that's that's a big problem, I think, not just during COVID, but in other areas of our lives. I think that children are people and they deserve to be heard and not just told to be quiet and to listen and understand, which I'm, you know, I'm guilty of that, too. I do that a lot, too, just because there's so much going on in my life that I want things to be a certain way under control as a parent, but that's, it's counterintuitive and it doesn't help me, it doesn't help you, and it doesn't help the world. So thank you for being here. Thank you for participating. So first question, how has COVID impacted your life? Um, COVID impacted my life because I wouldn't be able to go to hang out with friends and anywhere like at parks like or go to parties and so yeah those things are very important for you yeah because they like gave me time off a of screen or they just let me have fun with friends yeah yeah connection is super important and i think that's been highlighted during this time right is that we spend a lot of time on our screens and not enough time with people around us that's that's good that you see that was wearing a mask hard for you at first what about now um at first it was like wow cool these like are kind of fun but now they kind of get annoying because like they get all like fogged up and it's hard for me to kind of breathe in them and it's just like all like foggy and it's weird yeah another question i'm just going to kind of throw in here is do you think that people should wear masks even after the pandemic's over should we wear masks out when we're sick yeah i think when we're sick or even when we think we're sick but you're probably not just to make sure you still have it on because you never know yeah 
think it's more about protection of others, right? Yeah. It's thinking outside of ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So, did anything surprise you during this pandemic about people's comments or behaviors? You're a very observant person, so. Um, nothing really surprised me. People just say random things. Yeah. You didn't see any any changes in people's behaviors, like myself or, or just the people around you? Um, actually, mm-hmm. my other family, mm-hmm. which they, at first they were still kind of like rude and stuff, but like now that we're getting homeschooled, they're just like, they get mad and they're just like, what? No, 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 no. You have to go to real school. And even if you still go to homeschool, who's gonna, who are you gonna meet friends with? And it's just all upsetting because it, it does make us confused and it makes us like wonder like, wow, how are we gonna meet friends? But then we come over here and then you tell us like, oh no, it's okay. We can do like letters and messages like that. But that makes more sense. Yeah, it's definitely for you, it's been a different experience because as children start to go back to school or, you know, this past year, they've they've had to sit down in front of screens all day, you know, to go to school. Um, you, I chose to homeschool you guys. And that's looked very different, right, from the very hard schedules that kids have been asked to be on in regular school. And you're right, the social aspect of it does concern me a little bit, but we've all been socially isolated during this time for the best of our communities. Yeah. And the other thing, if, if you don't mind me adding to this, you've always been very selective about your friends since you were really little anyways. So you were never that girl that just had a group of friends, not because you're not popular, but because you, you protect, you've always protected your energy. And so you only let like one or two people in your life, in your inner circle. And so for me, I do want you to have those interactions. Of course I do. And I want you to make mistakes and learn from those um, connections. And I really think you have. You know, you've had one friend throughout this whole thing and a couple of them on and off. Um, but really, and I'm not trying to pressure you. This is it's your choice and we talked about that. You get to, you know, I'm going to give you advice, but at the end of the day it's up to you. Um I really do feel like this is that age where you're starting to kind of figure out who do I want to keep around? Who makes me feel good about myself and who doesn't? I really feel like once we are able to go out and socialize, you will be more at peace with yourself and you'll be able to discern what people, what friends you really want to keep keep in your life. And like I said, you've already done that. You're already kind of like that. Yes, the going out and just saying, hey, how are you doing? And playing at recess and saying hi. And like those very superficial interactions are, they do feed our souls. I, I completely understand as somebody who siempre ando de metiche in like events in the public and locally and those all of those people i know them and i say hello and it's just really good vibes checking in but none of them know the real me none of them know me every day they don't know my secrets they don't know you know all those important things that we look for in friends yeah it that's why it doesn't concern me as much um also tiktok has allowed you to to have more of those 
somewhat social interaction. I think especially homeschool, we grow up, a lot of us, most of most people, when you think of homeschool, you think, oh, it's the weird kids. Because they don't have those social interactions. But we have talked about this. We will, once things start to be safe enough for us to interact with others, then we'll have those opportunities to engage and talk to and meet new people. So I'm not concerned about that. I think other people really freak out because they don't know how to socialize with their own kids. Yeah. Because if you can socialize with your children, they're, they're going to be fine. You have two families, two pretty big families. And there's cousins and uncles and tias and tios and primas. And all of them add to your cup in some way. Yeah. And a lot of them are your age, too. So there's that social, definitely social interactions that we've been having with our close family. So I'm not concerned about it. But you're right. We tend to kind of freak out because things, new things scare people. Different things scare people. Other than that, how, how would you say your homeschooling experience has been? Has it been frustrating at all? No, it hasn't. No, actually, it's really easier than real school because it's not some teacher yelling at you. <laughs> And it's your mom trying to actually tell you, like, okay, this is how you do it. And actually going out for walks <laughs> and exercising. I mean, that's kind of like PE, but where you're outside most of the time. Mm-hmm. And you can run inside. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to be told, no, no running in the halls. Or you don't have to go to detention or anything like that. It's just way easier. I'm glad that you see it that way. So I, I think it's been, yes, challenging. I think mostly because people outside of us tell us we have to do it a certain way. Mm-hmm. But we have a really safe space here yeah. where we can be who we are. You can be who you are. And on the days when we have the energy to work on stuff, then we do it. Thank you. Thank you for that feedback. I appreciate it. I'll help you fill out a survey at the end of it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Another big question, and I, I think this is a perfect question for you because you're such a great leader. You have such a great leadership mentality. So if you were in charge of the country and how the pandemic was handled, what would you have done differently? Oh. <laughs> if you guys could see your face. <laughs> okay. Um... I'd probably still say masks. Okay. But if they didn't, like at least under their nose for a while, I wouldn't get mad because, I mean, it's just for a while, but they can put it back up. This is like a huge question. No one has ever asked me this. Mm -hmm. If no one had a mask, I wouldn't say rudely. I wouldn't be like, put your mask on. Mm -hmm. I'd say, can you please put your mask on? Mm -hmm. it's the rule for right now during COVID. Right. And if they didn't, then I don't know. I don't know what kind of punishment I would give them or anything like that. COVID vaccine would probably still be here. Okay. I would probably still make that a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, make sure 
like still the same rules, like 99% of us still have to get it like that. Um, and if you don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about herd immunity on another episode and also why it's important to cover your nose as well. I appreciate your feedback. What are your thoughts or questions about the vaccine? Oh, I guess we are going to dive into this. <laughs> so what are your thoughts or questions about the vaccine? I think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That way COVID can be over because it's, it, it's been a year and a couple months since we've had COVID. Mm-hmm. And I just want it to get all over with. So my thoughts on the vaccine, I think it's good to have it here. Yeah. I don't know if I have any questions about the vaccine. Okay. Mm, no, not right now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I am going to be doing a video explaining the vaccine, how it works, how our immune system works, and also how, what herd immunity is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll dive into that another time. Thank you for your thoughts. And last one, will you get vaccinated if it begins to be offered to children? Um, yeah. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. I think you and I have dabbled in that conversation. I explained to you how vaccines work and all of that, and then the risks with it as well. So I try my hardest to give you information and to allow you to make your own decision. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's see. What do you look forward to once we've reached herd immunity? Herd immunity being most of us being vaccinated, right? And being safe enough to go out without spreading the virus as much. So like, what would I do once everyone, most everyone gets vaccinated? Yeah, once we're able to go out and do stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think my dad has asked this before. Okay. But... Um, I want to go to the skate park and learn how to skate on my skates over there. <laughs> yes. And do cool tricks. Um, learn how to ride a skateboard. Yes. Um, it's a lot of biking and stuff like that, but I want to fix my bike again and then just go ride anywhere. Find new friends. Go to parks. Mm-hmm. And have fun with people, go to parties. Hey, zapatear. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love that you keep bringing parties up because as a, as a Mexican-American, that's what I miss the most. Is And I think, I'm assuming that's what you refer to as like going to a Mexican party. Because <laughs> um, we it's just fun. Like as soon as you get there, you eat amazing food. Uh-huh. And then you get to go dance the rest of the night to amazing music. And so stay up till the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'm, I look, I'm excited for you too. I think you're going to find a lot of really cool friends at the skate park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so cool. What have you learned through this time in your life and in history? Because you're, you lived through a huge event in history. Mm-hmm. Um, so what have you learned? I learned that a lot of people... You can say it. Whenever they get mad, mm-hmm. um, they just like to go hurt people. And it's really sad because um, there was this policeman that said that so, because there was this guy that went to go kill um, 
like several Asian women and the policeman said that he was just having a bad day. And that's like me punching someone and them getting, like them losing their permanent teeth and then someone saying, oh, she was just having a bad day. So I learned that policemen or police people, they don't really, some of them, most of them don't really care about our community. And that's, it's confusing because all, like every little children thinks like, oh yeah, that policeman gives stickers, he helps the whole, the whole community and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But he's actually, he's just, he's there, not he's, the the policeman people are just like saying, oh, they were just having a bad day, but they killed like several people. Yeah. Yeah, that is probably super confusing for you as a kid. Um, and as, as adults, I assure you, it's confusing for us, too. What do you think, if anything, do you, so, you, you know, you said most or so, you know, some, we've used a lot of words, different words about the behavior of police officers after something like that happens. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people out there that say, you know, not all cops are bad, right? What do you think police officers that are not all bad? What do you think that they can do to to change all of that? Well, if I were them, I'd quit my job because I'm not going to be part of um, a job that says people that they're having a bad day and just killing several people. And mostly they don't kill white people, not, not as much as they do. As colored people. People of color. People of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, unfortunately, that is very consistent. And it is hard to have that talk, you know, about racism. But the more that we have social media and cameras and these incidents are recorded, we realize that, yes, police officers, pol- the police in general all over the country has targeted black indigenous people of color for for centuries all of this information is starting to surface because of educators because people are digging for the truth or there's they're finally being heard Mm -hmm. their truths are finally being shared and understood and fought for so this is a very pivotal time in our country's history and and for the world because people do look at America as kind of this pinnacle of greatness, if you will. But there's so much that we still have to learn and heal through. So um, thank you for bringing that up. That's very powerful. And it makes me, there's a lot, there's mixed emotions. Um, You know, part of me is sad because that's, you're 10, or you're 11, sorry. But when (laughs) this happened, it started, you know, you were 10. And it's like your innocence was taken from you because you had to start to think about it. It, it just kind of is, was in your face. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had conversations about it before, but it's different when you start to see it for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you really, you probably won't experience that in your lifetime because you are, you're half white. You have certain privileges in this world, as do I. 
And so seeing it from an outside perspective and still having compassion, empathy, and just understanding, it makes me really proud of you too. So it's, it's like a double-edged sword. Like it makes me sad, but at the same time, it makes me really proud. Do you have any additional thoughts you'd like to put in or any messages you have for people? In regards to anything, just COVID this past year, racism. Hello all. So the following segment of our recording is going to be removed for different reasons. Um, I think that the conversation got a little tone deaf um, on my part, but we took it out and used it as a learning experience. And I still wanted to share kind of how that conversation ended. We are planning on doing mini episodes so that we can kind of explain our learning process because that is why we want to do this podcast we want people to understand that we're not always going to say the right things we're not always going to uh, be in a reflective state and i think recording ourselves and looking back on that will allow us to do that so thanks for supporting us thanks for understanding and hopefully in the future we will share what that conversation kind of entailed thanks guys Learning to accept ourselves for who we are and accepting others for who they are is really challenging for people. Through this pandemic, more people are sharing their stories, more people are uplifting their voices. As a Latina, quote unquote Latina, you know, there's so many different terms now. We don't really know which one to use. It's very interesting to have kind of observed my emotions as more Afro-Latinas or Asian Latinas started to come up and share their stories and embrace their cultures and say unapologetically, like, I'm still Latina. You know, just because I'm Afro-Latina doesn't mean I'm not Latina. And just because I'm Asian Latina doesn't mean I'm not Latina. As our culture and as our thoughts shift into unity, we need to remember that we're not defined by one thing in our lives. We need to open our hearts to that. I think as people who are oppressed, a lot of our culture has been robbed from us. A lot of our spiritual practices throughout colonization have been stripped from us. And so when we see somebody take advantage of those things, right? This is what our mentality, right? There's something inside of us that gets angry. It gets jealous. It's this, if, you, if I can't have it, you can't have it. Yeah. And that's not right. And that's why when I talked about moving forward, I said our country needs to heal. It's not just those police officers that are being okay with murdering, you know, black indigenous people of color. We have to start looking within ourselves and our own biases of people within our own cultures and outside of those cultures, because that's the only way we're going to make any progress. So I am, thank you so much for bringing that up. Because we do talk a lot about how you're, you're privileged in a lot of ways because of the way that you look and the way that you talk. And I hope it never comes across as making you feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. And I think about that a lot. I just want you to be aware so that you don't subconsciously, right, without thinking about it, abuse your power as, as somebody who will have certain benefit of the doubts in your life. Yeah. So there's that. There's also a fine line between that because I want you to be, of course, I want you to be proud of who you are. You're an incredible human being. 
but also just being aware because that's that's how we do our own part and myself included because i i am privileged too i am kind of a dark latina but my voice and my education gives me a lot of privilege that a lot of people don't have yeah no matter what color they are. great way to end this because what i want people to know is that we're always works in progress we're always going to be learning and i'm going to continue to encourage people to do that because we're never none of us are perfect and there's always just so much to learn from each other and about ourselves i love you i love you too <laughs> you for being my first guest on my podcast i look forward to more interviews because you're amazing <laughs> and i love your feedback so thank you <laughs> okay guys we are signing off thank you for joining me at platicas con selene i will see you guys next time bye bye